batting around. It's batting around. It's a baseball podcast. And now we're a Patreon baseball podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash batting around and listen to our full premium episodes. But uh, you can still listen to most of the episode here. But uh, if you want to listen to our final segments, you got to go to patreon.com slash batting around. Sign up for $5 a month. Become a slapdick prospect. And uh, and get get the full experience, get the RSS feed, get all the other perks. Uh, join our join our Discord and everything. You'll you'll see what we're talking about. We've talked about it enough, so let's get back into our show here. I am your co-host Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Yo. And we have a returning guest from one of my favorite episodes that we ever did. It's uh, Yahoo Sports' Liz Rocher. Hey, Liz. Hello. I've literally just a second <laughs> become a patron of your podcast. I am a slapstick prospect awesome. and uh-huh. proud of it. Thank welcome. you. Welcome to the team. Yay. Hell yes. What a what is what a just glowing endorsement. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is that that's a great that's a great one to have. If we're that's, good that's enough, a, feels if like we're a good enough dub. for the Liz Rocher, we are good <laughs> enough for you. What's, what really makes That's it special right. is that uh, by swearing fealty to us, you've sworn uh, uh, undying hatred toward every other sports podcast. <laughs> including the one you're on. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and also, especially including other ones that have launched Patreons uh, around the same time as us. Uh, but no free advertising there. Nope. Um, <laughs> They've never right. asked me to be on their podcast, so... Yeah, that's fuck right. Them. That's right. Yeah, f- so fuck you, Joe West. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, while Liz is here, there's no getting around this. We have to talk about it. Uh, it's it's what everybody is coming to hear about. What's no. going on with the Philly fanatic? <laughs> uh, well, I believe when we last spoke. Uh, we were we were enduring the the hated reign of uh, the imposter scab fanatic, mm-hmm. uh, and we we're explaining and we we're explaining in great detail that um, the one true fanatic uh, was a gigantic faggot, and we were we were there was much wailing, there was much gnashing of teeth. Uh, people were tearing tearing their garments asunder in the streets, crying out for the the one true fanatic. Yay! We did it. Thank God. <laughs> yes, us. It was us. Yeah, <laughs> we we were we were the we launched we were the ones that lit the torch. Mm-hmm. We 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 lit the beacons. Now, now, can you? Okay, can you? It, it was it was like oh, over a year ago that we talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. So, can uh, can you two give us a rundown of the differences between this uh, real fanatic and the imposter fanatic? Um, what I'm sure are not minor differences that nobody outside of the uh, psychopaths in Philadelphia would notice. All right, I'm gonna bring up a picture of the imposter because I have since erased him from my memory. I, I remember they gave him like little like like wing wing things like on his arms, which was like just like, really like fringes on a jacket. Yeah, but it was like <laughs> it was like his skin. Okay. Like it wasn't feathery like the rest of them. I don't no, know. They it, were it, like it, flaps. It, it was more. It was just way more upsetting. Liz, please walk I us through. I think the eyes. I think I remember oh, yeah. the eyes being different. Mm-hmm. The eyes are the first thing you notice because the real fanatic has normal eyes and this fanatic has stars behind his eyeballs like he's on drugs in the 70s. 
He also has like a bunch of feathery blue eyelashes. Like he's on a country western show in the 70s. And he also has a feathery blue tail, which what the fuck is that? I don't did the does the fanatic the normal fanatic have a the tail? The normal fanatic has like a tiny little feather on the end of his tail, but, right. okay. but imposter fanatic has like a massive fluffy feather, which just it's like a big peacock. It thing. just looks right, right. way fruitier. Male, female, yeah, yes. Uh, there's also like a they made him less fat, or what they did is they took the fat that's supposed to be around his his midsection that he likes to like move around. Uh, and transferred it yeah, to he likes his the thrust. Exactly, they transferred it to his thighs for some reason, like giving him like actual defined green feathery thighs, which was just a, a true <laughs> abomination. <laughs> I was just say they made his horn, his nose or mouth or whatever that is. They made it smaller, like shorter they and made like it smaller and more of a cylinder rather than a cone. Exactly, I it's just different enough. That the court said that they could use it. Just different yeah. enough that it wasn't in violation. And then I believe they dropped their lawsuit allowing the... Or no, the Phil, I think the Phillies paid them, right? Yep, they settled. Because uh, I had a little right. alert set up for that on Pacer. I am the non-lawyer or law student <laughs> or paralegal that has an account with Pacer. And that tracks. I have not looked. I'll, I'll admit I haven't looked since the suit was settled. But I'm going to guess that the settlement is private, and I wouldn't be able to see it. But they did settle. Yeah, probably. Yeah, allowing the Phillies to use the fanatic again. I'm going to guess they paid them off quite handsomely. I should hope so, because <laughs> they wouldn't have been suing them if they weren't looking for massive amounts of money. So congratulations to literally the the builder of of uh, Miss Piggy. For getting their due here. Another gay icon. <laughs> <laughs> My personal style inspiration. <laughs> but yeah, and the pretender fanatic uh, has been sentenced to uh, stoning by D batteries yeah. and uh, is now dead. I mean, I wanted yeah. them to burn him in center field, but apparently they don't take suggestions <laughs> from me. I was hoping that the real fanatic would like pop out of old fanatic like chest like uh, chest like buster alien. from alien, alien. yeah my, my, my personal pet theory is that what we're really seeing here and the difference between the two are, are just like the natural sexual dimorphism between the two genders of the fanatic mm. species yes. mm. and uh a lot of this is just rooted in in hatred for biological women <laughs> and females yeah i get that yeah now that we're back to a male philly uh, everyone's very happy yeah thank god thank god okay <laughs> At least he's gay. Yeah. Homo supremacy fanatic, yes. <laughs> um, what else is... How, how, how are you two feeling about the Phillies fanatic aside? I am zen. You're zen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I went to the first dollar dog night the other day. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I So my new job, I basically... My office is directly on the Broad Street line. So as soon as work ended, I just went straight down to the ballpark because I knew that the lines are always crazy on Dollar Dog Night. So I was just, eh, get there early, walk around, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got there uh, about an hour and a half before first pitch. I ha- I got four hot dogs. I got a <laughs> I got one of those jumbo tall boys of beer, oh, uh, yeah. and I and I just walked around at the concourse. Uh, I housed the hot dogs. Uh, drank the beer too fast 
uh, and I was done like fully 45 minutes before the anthem started, and I was in a moment of of like of zen. My 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 mind was expanding. My third eye opened a little bit, but I wasn't able to get any good psycho saber metrics. Like, It'll happen. Yeah. Just give it time. I, yeah, I just gotta like spend more time with it. But what I did was I just I. I was uncomfortably full with uh, encased meats and beer, <laughs> and I just walked around. I was by myself. I just walked around the concourse. It was. Mm-hmm. It started raining a little bit, and it just it put me in a moment of extreme zen. I was able to fully process the Philadelphia Phillies as a concept uh, in a way that I hadn't before, and I think I unlocked something in my brain where now when they lose, I go, oh. And when they win, I'm happy. And I have no expectations. I don't know. Who knows? The the, the future is unwritten, as uh, Dr. Emmett Brown says in Back to the Future Part 3. We don't know what's going to happen. We're just going to get there on our own little journeys. I'm just going to sit in my silly little seat, watch my silly little baseball game. And I'm not going to get overly dramatic about it. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to, you know, threaten to kill myself. I'm not going to threaten to kill other people. I, I may threaten to do citizens' <laughs> arrests against uh, certain umpires. But otherwise, I am very chill. I am good. I don't know if I like this. I, I don't was going to say. I like, like Zen Steven. This is kind of fucked. I, I don't know. I, I do appreciate that your uh, movie quote is from a, a, a Back to Future 3, which is primarily about a train crash. <laughs> well, and I heard the rest is still unwritten, and I thought, isn't that a quote from a Natasha Bedingfield song from like 20 years ago? Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I decided I, I decided to... I've, I've already front-loaded this episode with a lot of gay. I, I didn't want to continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liz, how are you feeling about the Phillies? Because you have to pay more attention to them than I do. I do. I did not watch last night's game. <laughs> and I did not watch them being no hit. Though I did find out that they... I, I was looking at them being no hit, as my good friend Justin Clue said to me, while I was watching, in person, the Baltimore Orioles lose the most boring game in the world to the Red Sox. He leaned over and told me, uh, Joel Embiid uh, has broken his orbital bone and has a concussion. He's out for the rest of the playoffs. And I'm like, this is just <laughs> a perfect moment of what it's like to be a Philadelphia sports fan because the day before, A.J. Brown got traded to the Eagles. They made good draft picks. The, the, uh, the Sixers finally closed out their opening round series. The Phillies were in a great place. And like 24 hours later, it's like everything is awful. Everything is fucked. And it was just a really, it, it, it was just an appropriate moment in my life as a Philly sports fan. Uh, because the Phillies are, like, I could not be more opposite than you. Hear me out. The Phillies recorded no hits in a game against the New York Mets. At the time, I was in Toronto hanging out with my boyfriend that I don't get to see very much and we had gone on a lovely dinner date and then we came home and watched a movie and I checked my phone I saw that and went oh okay um but hear me out it's one loss in in the books for the Phillies and Mets fans got really happy Mets fans are thrilled right now the Mets off to a great start they have won every series they've played in this should be great news to us (laughs) 
because I like where this is going. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Say more. You know what happens when Mets fans are happy? <laughs> they're That's just set, they're setting themselves it's, up for a phenomenal fall. It's going to be the when the Mets eventually do Mets this year. It is yeah. going to be breathtaking. And even if I didn't, even if I, even if the the consequences, the accident of my birth didn't put me in a in diametric opposition to the Mets as a concept, even if that wasn't the case, it's still good content. It's going to be excellent content. Tremendous content. As yeah. someone who just launched a baseball podcast, I cannot tell, or uh, Patreon, I cannot tell you how excited I am for the eventual, eventual uh, collapse of the Mets. It's going to be amazing, and... Because the 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 game in which the Phillies recorded no hits against the Mets, which is being called a no hitter, that game, yeah, made them all very happy. They're all talking about it. They're all thrilled. At the end of the day, it is a single loss in the column of the Phillies, and it just it puts them up that much farther up the up up the hill with the rock before it comes rolling back down. Uh, does anyone want to guess what team has the highest uh, batting average on balls in play in the majors right now? Is it the Mets? It's the New York Mets with the three one six Babbitt. Hmm. All Interesting. Right. Good for them. That's good, right? I don't know if it's good. Is it good? I don't remember what like the average Babbitt is for a team. Higher Babbitt means that they're getting more uh, balls dropping in play than they normally otherwise would. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to remember what like the league average BABIP usually is. Is somewhere like oh, around league 240? average right now is like two two seventy eighty. Right. It's supposed to normalize around three hundred, but there's a lot of teams way under that because of how offense is playing out this year. Ah, I will say that the Mets Mets fans celebrating a combined no hitter yeah. as their second no hitter in their entire franchise history is hilariously pathetic. We- <laughs> pretty weak we've talked about combined no hitters on here before our position is they're not that cool who cares they're not cool for the team that does it it is kind of shameful for the team that it happens yes, to. yes. it is more of a um, shameful thing than a celebratory thing sure yeah yeah like, absolutely. i remember the phillies threw one a few years ago and my reaction was oh that's cool yeah just yeah. like oh yeah kind kind of neat good work guys i think is the way to put it it's it's like it's the same way as like the feeling of like your team getting a one, like a two hitter like great you did real good like a mm, like a shutout right. like two two or three hitters like that's impressive well done I and you know I'm I'm definitely not a pitchers don't don't pitch long enough into games thing there's no more complete games but like I don't know if there's there's not very many impressive like really really impressive feats that don't involve a pitcher going nine mm-hmm. like there there just kind of aren't true uh, so yeah don't care don't care about it's like, that. Immaculate inning, not much yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Like, do you know what else the New York Mets lead the league in? Hit by pitch. <laughs> yes, they do. God. <laughs> so why is that? I I tried to look up whether they uh, especially like lean into the plate compared to other teams, but I don't think that's like tracked by Statcast, and I don't really know like yeah, individual players well enough. But that was one kind of rumor I've seen going around. I think it's just, like, small sample size bad luck. Like, I think the average team is, Probably. like, 13 hits by pitches, and they're at, like, 17, so it's not, like, an incredibly 19. huge margin. 19, yeah. It's not, like, a sickeningly huge margin. Um, I, th- I think that the, the, what was it, the first series they had against the Nationals was, like, they got hit, like, every day. Yeah. And, like, I, <laughs> yeah. Think that, I think that set the tone. Like, yeah, they do have the most, but it's it's... What seventeen versus thirteen? It's 
19 not that research, yeah. 19. But okay, either way, is... yeah, it's, it's, it definitely put a chip on their shoulder, and I actually do totally understand that. Like, mm-hmm. I getting hit by pitches probably really sucks. <laughs> it's really yeah. scary to stand in the in the batter's box and not know where the ball's <laughs> going to go. Um, so I can't really blame them for being kind of chippy about that. And honestly, it's probably, like, overall just, I mean, assuming no one gets hurt, like, it's overall good for them because this chip for their, on their shoulder makes them... Put some fire in their belly it, kind of thing. fires them up. and Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. Let, let's let's hope no one gets actually hurt though. There has been a lot of, of talk across the league about whether or not the ball has been altered again this season. A bunch of pitchers have come out and said, "Yeah, it's different every single inning, and it's harder to control, and it breaks funny, and all these different things." And it does kind of seem like the league has uh, messed with the ball yet again without telling anyone, even though they keep saying they're not going to do that anymore. But uh, still, pretty early to say. Yeah, Major League Baseball buying Rawlings is probably like the worst thing that could happen for uh for having a consistent baseball. That's yeah. like them being in charge of anything is just not a, not not going to go great. And so like of course, you know, they take over the manufacturer of the ball itself and it's uh becomes a 5-year controversy. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like MLB lying about the Yankees cheating and no one think that MLB lying about it is a big deal. When what a great segue. <laughs> That's a good uh, transition because uh, because I brought, I was going to bring up your letter or your your story. I was going to say I was I was yelling at the time about MLB buying Rawlings like does no one think this is a bad idea? Does no one think this is like hugely alarming? No. Like and no one did. And I'm like now here we are like 5 years later and it s- sucks even more somehow. And now we could talk about the Yankees. <laughs> oh boy. What uh so yeah, you you had a article in Yahoo last week. It has a very different tone than what a lot of writers wrote about this leaked uh Yankees letter um that we've been hearing about for months if not years. Uh about this supposed about this Yankees cheating scandal. Um what uh what what happened here? What happened with this Yankees letter? Well, it was essentially Rob Manfred it was partially like informing him, like, yeah, the Red Sox were cheating, glad you brought it up, brought it to our attention, but also uh in the process of interviewing the interviewing your employees about the Red Sox cheating, we found out that you were actually also cheating. Uh they were <laughs> punished for it. But not they were punished for it, and it was made public that they were fined. But in his in his statement, which I don't think any other writer really bothered to dig up, uh, when he made no, a think statement so. about it in 2017, he said the Yankees had improperly used the bullpen phone, but it wasn't technically a violation of any rules. The bullpen phone just can't be used, quote, like that. Or like in that way. And I'm just, I remember at the time thinking, what the fuck does that mean? And now, years later, I'm like, oh, that's what it means. It means Major League Baseball was covering up the Yankees cheating while, you know, raking the Red Sox over the coals for doing essentially the same thing. Right. They didn't have their Apple watches, but like they were still using technology to relay signs that they got from some from elsewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I had someone try and tell me, like, well, you know, a, a regular telephone is nothing compared to an Apple Watch. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. What are you even talking about? <laughs> this is not 
a guy standing on second. You know, it's not Paul Molitor standing on second, uh, deciphering a code and uh, relaying it to the batter or something either. Like it's it's not that at all. They're using like Yes Network <laughs> and their and their bullpen phone well, they... to relay this stuff. It's not as egregious as the Astros, obviously, and like maybe a little less than the Red Sox, but like I don't know those those teams had like much more serious punishments. It was for sure. It was still cheating. And if I remember around that same yeah. time, the totally inept Phillies were dinged for using binoculars to <laughs> That's amazing. Use binoculars. Not even digital technology. Nope. Yeah. Just binoculars. Like 18th century. The Phillies are always like several eras behind in technology. It was actually opera glasses. They had to hold them up on the little metal on the little gold. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about one of their scouts doing that is hilarious. But that just was take, public. Just take one of those pirate, those yeah. pirate things. Yeah. <laughs> and tell us, yeah. How far back tell can we go? Yeah. They held up eight different magnifying glasses to their eyes, like Ben Franklin yeah. back in the yeah. 1700s. Just like, a big polished piece of copper. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the Phillies cheating was made public at the time. Like, everyone knew about that. And yet the Yankees were able to survive an extra, what, five years with that being yes. kept under the rug, mm-hmm. you know, and no one would and have it paid better lawyers. And it, well, yeah, I'm sure they have better lawyers. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of an explanation beyond it's just the Yankees. There isn't one. It's, there isn't one. It's the Yankees. That's they're they're the they're the face of the of the league, you know? Yeah. Cause I That's mean, it. and yeah. what frustrates me so much is that, Every writer focused on, oh, the cheating. And I'm just like, you know, as everyone was saying, every team was doing it. And I'm like, so I don't really care about the cheating. I care that MLB lied to keep it a secret. That's my big problem. Right. I care about the inconsistency of reactions based on teams. Yeah. Like, sure. I mean, I guess there's never been any guarantee that every team will be treated the same. But that's kind of understood, at least by fans. A lot of Yankees fans were coming at me like, you know, every team was doing it. I'm like, did you read a word of what I wrote? I almost spell out directly. I don't care about the cheating. And honestly, no one else should either. The bigger issue is that, that, you know, Rob Manfred chose to keep that a secret while in the same exact press release. You know, taking the Red Sox to town for using an Apple Watch. Like, Manfred went so far, he cleared the Yankees of cheating with the S network, and then just couched all the language about the bullpen phone usage to intent. It wasn't even like, oh, I accidentally left it out, or everyone read it wrong. This was an intentional effort to make sure people did not know about this. And that's exactly, I think, what the Yankees wanted to hide. You know, I can't imagine them being too turnt about, you know, the cheating stuff. You know, that will definitely hurt their reputation for some people. But, like, MLB lying, I think, is a huge deal. And, like, no one is interested. Like, on that day, every national writer, Ken Rosenthal, Jeff Passan, were just waving their little yeah. fingers in the air like, oh, it's just cheating. Let's all move on with our lives. And like, I think uh, not, they used the very obnoxious phrase "nothing burger." I believe passing. Oh, fuck. Ugh. Yeah. I used to work with the that guy, little, and I try to keep yeah. a, a professional, but really, fuck that. Honestly, 
That's just yeah. so shitty. Little ventriloquist dummy man, yeah. At this point, yeah, he was, I'll say this, he was excellent when he wrote for Yahoo Sports. He had like a free voice mm-hmm. and he could say pretty much anything he wanted in the same way that I'm pretty much allowed to write whatever I want as long as it's, you know, reasonable. But like at ESPN, like the fact that he either didn't look further or was told not to look further is just a huge thing. Like, come on. Either way, it's an indictment yeah. there. Ugh, completely. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stop terrible. whining. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on to a, a little more fun thing. Uh, Steven, you mentioned you're up in Canada. How's your yes, uh, field hello. trip going there baseball-wise? Uh, it's going great. Um, uh, well, <laughs> the, the, the players to be shamed later segment uh, is currently uh, in hibernation because we've had the Astros up here uh, last week and re- the Blue Jays are starting a series against the Yankees uh, this week. Um, and both teams have their full rosters, as far as I can tell, which is really disappointing. I Yeah, it's a win. No, it's not disappointing. We, we, that's a good thing. Fine. We have to okay. say that's a good thing. Fine. <laughs> We're glad Aaron Judge got it vaccinated. Shaming players is fun, though. I do it's understand so where you're fun. coming from. Yeah, no, it would have it would have been great content. Um, you're right. It's really yeah, unfortunate the... that the Phillies aren't heading north because we'd get a lot of shaming. They are. From what I no, I, I said it's a yeah. shame that they're not because there's a significant number of players on the Phillies, from what I hear, that are not vaccinated. Uh, they'll be up in July, and I'll be here to see it. It's oh, they will be. Mm. Yeah, the week after uh, the fourth, um, they're playing a two-game series up here. Me and my mom are coming. It's gonna be <laughs> really cute. Well, uh, I'm not sure whether or not I'm gonna wear a Phillies hat or a Blue Jays hat. So stay tuned. It's very fun being a Blue Jays fan at uh, Rogers Center. I showed up in camouflage uh, when I went to a game the other day against the Astros. Uh, it's fun. It's great. Uh, it's still a little too cold. They It, like, snowed here a few weeks ago because Canada. So, unfortunately, the dome is still closed. But uh, it was it was electric. It was... The, it, the Rogers Center is the stadium I've been to that has the highest capacity. And I don't think it was a sellout, but it was, like, it was fucking close. And just there were people everywhere. Everybody was super into it. Um, the, there were a lot of boos, a lot of cheers. It was great. It was the, they were playing the Astros. So, yeah. uh, there was booing involved mostly at this point. It's just, they're just booing Alex Bregman. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's one of the only guys left on that team. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. For some reason, uh, Carlos Correa gets booed a lot less at, tw- at, uh, target fields now when I go there and, and he, and he comes up to bat than other times that I saw him. I don't know why. Yeah. George, don't George Springer didn't, didn't get any booze. I, yeah. Weird. Uh, he did hit, he, he is uh, like solely, almost solely responsible for the win because, uh, uh, the mm-hmm. Blue Jays won on his two solo home runs, um, mm. which was a lot of fun. Just a great time, man. I I am I am I am on record being anti-domed stadium just because it's less fun. I recognize that I, there's going yeah, to be a I need agree. for that in the future with you know the world falling right. apart. But like, it's it's not bad. It's 
Yeah. It's real fun. And, you know, the Canadians were all nice. They were all... I always like going to the Blue Jays games when they're in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I always end up meeting some meeting like some Canadians at the game, mm-hmm. and they always end up buying me drinks all night. Hell yeah. It's happened like every <laughs> single time I've ever gone to a Blue Jays game at Target Field. Oh, yeah. Right. You're, you're a border... You're a border city, because uh... uh, it's not that close to the Canadian border. Mm. It's still a couple hours away, but I mean, so you Minnesota don't... is on is on like those border Canada. So you don't get the insane uh, shit that the Mariners do, where they just get the no. entire ballpark invaded. No, it's not. No, not even close to that. Like, there when when we play the Yankees there or the Brewers, there's more like away fans. Mm than there are when the, the Blue Jays are here, for sure. Yeah, and it's not, because we're also not, like, right next to a, you know, big Canadian city. Yeah, uh, there's, like, like, nothing there. What What is it, like, Winnipeg? Right. Yeah, yeah. The Winnipeg stands are going to come for you now for saying they're not a major city. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bring it. I'm not scared of you freaks. yeah. yeah. Let me, wait, let me let me check the analytics on SoundCloud real quick and see if uh, <laughs> anyone's gonna get mad. Uh, nope, nope, we're good. We love our Winnipegan listeners. Winnip, fuck, fuck Winnip- all of them. Winnipegian, Winnipegans. Winnipegans, I like that. Peggers? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pe- Winnipegers. Winnipegers, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's it. Is cool that like. They have this, you know, they're selling out all of these games or getting, you know, close to they have they have this electric vibe in the um Absolutely. In at the games, like uh I'm I'm sure that it's just coincidence that there's nothing to be learned from that about, you know, uh building an exciting team or spending on payroll, <laughs> uh or really even just trying at all. You know, I'm sure there's there's nothing there's no correlation there at we all. We all know that baseball works in mysterious ways. You 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 can you can build all the analytics structure that you can. It's still gonna surprise you at the end of the day, and this is a very surprising, totally unforeseeable thing that's happened. Uh they they're they they're off to a great start. Uh, I, do, I believe they have yet to lose two games in a row, which is very exciting because I have adopted them as my own. Um, and they're, 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 they're sweet refuge for me. I'm guessing you ditched the, uh, the A's as your American League team. <laughs> you ditched the athletics as your, uh, American League team. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know her. I, <laughs> Never I've heard never of that. heard of the that. athletics. That's a pretty boring team name. Why? Why would you name a team just the athletics? That's interesting. Yeah, know. no, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, good to know. <laughs> I'm sure they definitely I, uh... miss you as you are one of their. I'm gonna guess maybe 2,000 active fans. Yeah, what if there was a band just called the Musicians? <laughs> <laughs> there was a band called the Band. No worry. I found a, uh, a Phillies-related fact that I'm surprised we didn't cover because it's very much our beat. In the most recent road trip to Philadelphia, the Rockies' physical performance coach, Mike Jasperson, set a new record by eating 24 cheesesteaks over the four days the team was in Philadelphia for the series. What? <laughs> he has now died from heart failure. My God. <laughs> yeah. He's like a picture is like he's like a suit. He's like a pretty well like toned dude, but like the, by the twenty fourth cheesecake, he's clearly like his body fat percentage is up a little bit. Twenty four in four days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Previous uh, record was twenty three. 
I don't I don't eat twenty four cheesesteaks in a year and I live there. Just eating six cheesesteaks a day. Ugh. I mean I'm not proud I'm not too proud to say I could probably do it if they were smaller cheesesteaks. I could do it but... if I had incentives. Yeah. The incentive is the record. You wanted to take the record from uh, Brewers bullpen catcher Marcus uh, Hanel. No, I'll uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll find a different record to break. Thanks. <laughs> I, that doesn't seem like a super prestigious one to have. It's just like, oh, it, yeah, it's it's held by a bullpen catcher that hasn't <laughs> yet died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're the physical performance coach, how else do you get your name in the history books? At the start of the Rockies' next road trip to philly next year does like Mm -hmm. john middleton come out with a little golden cheesesteak and hand it to him i don't know but what the the philly should do is they should set the um the course field record for most uh prairie oysters eaten over a road trip (laughs) (laughs) do they have them there just gonna throw right out they they do actually sell those at the park i believe yes that fucking rule i I can't believe i missed those I did have ceviche at a ballpark once. It wasn't bad. Interesting. I mm, I don't know. If, I I don't do like the raw, like they have the oysters at Nance Park now. I'm not like a believer in like raw seafood in like a, like a July day game. Like that's like a terrible right. idea. Yeah. It was at Marlins Park, and it was before the Jeter era when the 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 stadium was like wild colors and everything. It was not. It wasn't like actual ceviche with raw fish, but it was still pretty good. I was, everyone looked That's at me like, fun, why yeah. are you buying ceviche at a ballpark, you moron? I'm like, you watch. I will not it, be sick from this later. And I wasn't. Was it in a little, like, a, was it in a little, like, a bulk, like, a little batting helmet? God, I wish it was. That would have been amazing. That's such a missed opportunity. Big, big swing and miss. Yeah. Uh. It's like uh, in The Simpsons when they go to the soccer game and Bart gets the paella. They have the paella <laughs> man that slings it. They should have had a ceviche man that, like, slings it across the <laughs> across the stands oh my god (laughs) let's build a ballpark and make that happen cool we just got a couple uh left here or a couple mailbag questions here okay clark yeet from discord true or false it's completely it's completely boring and reactionary to still be mad about the universal dh yep true 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 I'm thrilled with it. I've True. noticed nothing and don't care. Yeah, right? you just get to have Bryce Harper or DH. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if I go great. so far as to say it's like reactionary, but it's definitely like just get over it. Ziggy Star at Ziggy Stardingus on Twitter. Who's one player you wish you could go back in time and watch live? My totally unbiased Homer pick would be Tom Seaver, but I'd want to watch his no hitter as a red. Like for one game or like for the, their whole career? I think it's like one game, okay. I think is, is kind of what's going on here. Or just, you know, or maybe just kind of go back and, and watch for a little bit, you know, follow for a little while. Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson's a great answer, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just for, like, the, the presence he's known for on the mound. That'd be an incredible thing to see in, re- in real life. I think mine is Walter Johnson. Yeah, I, yeah. I was considering him as well. Yeah. <laughs> see how fast he, like, actually threw? I mean, from the time that I used to watch, like, Ken Burns baseball incessantly, his little section and that was always my favorite i love the the very sparse footage of him throwing i'm like god what a really like a poetic throwing motion i would have loved to see that live it's mm-hmm. yeah it's such a weird like delivery but it's such that, a huge yeah. letdown if you get back there and it turns out he's only throwing like 89 <laughs> <laughs> well i mean he was absolutely throwing slower but you know it's definitely more about the style this is not a sex metaphor i think i'm going with bill lee 
I would like. To, I, I want to go with our Psycho Saber metric stuff here. Oh fuck here. yeah, absolutely. And I think I, I want to see Bill Lee, fuck yeah. um, especially back when he could hit too. I don't know if I want to see him more when he was like at his at his peak as an MLB, or if I want to see him as like a like a like a fifty year old in like an old timer game. Like either of those yeah. is like a certain kind of appeal. For sure, for sure. Mostly, I thought I want to smoke dope with him. I would like like hit that like like the, the, the like the horrifying seventies like gray like gray ditch weed. Yeah, and talk about Castro. And talk about, like, the yeah. Kennedy assassination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will be talking about the Kennedy assassination uh, in a little bit when we get to couching around, too. <laughs> I am going to bring that up. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Next question uh, from the Discord. Boy Destroy 6. What's the best game you ever saw in person? I've never been to a playoff game, so mine would just be a, like a Diamondbacks win uh, where they, um, it was like a ninth inning uh, streaming dangerous out, uh, or it was a, like a tough ninth inning uh, out that uh, closer Fernando Rodney made every single mm-hmm. pitch uh, terrifying and thrilling. <laughs> yeah, I, I have two in mind. One was a heartbreaker uh, where the Twins lost, so I can't say it even i can't say that that's my that's like the best one even though like uh our guest last week bailey of foolish baseball made a whole video about the game (laughs) um both of these are twins yankees ones uh the 2019 one i went there on uh pride night and uh it's very homophobic that they lost but it was a very (laughs) exciting game anyway my actual i think favorite one that i ever saw was september 11th 2018 uh the yankees versus the twins it's funny how like yeah they 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 seem to play the yankees on september 11th a lot i went there for my to celebrate my birthday with a bunch of my friends the twins won 10 to 5 uh joe mauer who did not hit a lot of home runs uh, and this was, you know, coming up on his retirement, uh, hit a grand slam against the Yankees. Beautiful. Uh, and that was the best birthday present I think I ever got. Really, really wonderful. Um, I too have not been to a playoff game, but I've only been to bad playoff games. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't have to count those. It's probably no, it's no, either absolutely cannot. I remember in 2011, and this was right as I was getting into baseball, like seriously. Uh, in 2011, my mom and I went to a game late in the season, and they ended up that ended up being the game that they clinched the postseason berth at, Aww. which involved oh, which involved Raul Ibanez hitting a walk off home run against oh. the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I remember uh, that which, game. Oh, nice. Yeah, From the good that time. was that was a lot of fun. I remember I was standing <laughs> um, in this in the in the second deck uh, on the third baseline and it was going to the opposite side and it was just it it rocked had a lot of fun don't remember it that well because my brain is swiss cheese and it was also uh 11 years ago but um shout out to another game i went to with my mom it was one of the opening days uh recently i think i think we had just signed bryce harper uh, and it was really, everybody was real happy. It was great. Uh, we kicked the shit out of whoever we were playing. I think it was the Braves. Um, and my mom did a shot of Everclear in the parking lot with my friend Dylan. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. Were you in Lot K? Yeah, we were in Lot K, Of course baby. you were. Speaking of that, uh, in 2011, I brought my dad, I bought my dad tickets to opening day. 
it costs me and my mother quite a lot of money. But my dad and I, I grew up in Maine and I'd never, we'd never been to a Phillies game together before. So we went to opening day 2011. It was kegs and eggs and lot K. He's like talking to my friends, having a beer. I'm like, you know, this was 11 years ago. My relationship with my dad was a lot different. You know, we've we've definitely gotten a lot closer, you know, loving baseball together and commuting over these fucking shitty Phillies teams. But like that was so much fun. And we get in there and it's like we're both in there. It's the first time we've been to a game together. We're just having a good time doing father daughter stuff. And they're losing at the end of the game. I got to see Roy Halladay pitch. It was so cool. Um, awesome. They got to the end of the game. They were losing. It was against the Astros. It's the only walk-off I've ever seen. John Mayberry. What? Yep. It's the only walk-off I've ever seen in person, at least in the majors. It was, I think it was John Mayberry Jr. hit like a blooper over the third baseline, which scored everyone. And they won. Before the Astros awesome. were good, the pitcher, the relief pitcher yeah. was Brandon Lyons. <laughs> Weird thing to remember. But yeah, that's that's the best so, game I've ever seen. Speaking of Phillies and walk-offs, another one that jumps out to me is the only game I've ever been to at Dodgers Stadium was a Dodgers-Phillies game. Um, and it was a very fun, very eventful game. It was a cool one to see. Um, it was Kershaw pitching, which was awesome. He went seven. Uh Bryce Harper got booed every single time he came up, which was very, very funny. Uh, loved it was it was just yeah I loved it. I I cheered for him, but it was very, very funny. Uh, and he hit a home run, which was hilarious too. Like get, gets booed and then just knocks one out. Awesome. Um, and then the game ended. Uh, it was uh, Will Smith's rookie season. Like he had just gotten called up and he hit a walk off home run to end the game. Ah. It was very, very fun. That rocks. That's so cool. It was really cool. Actually, if uh, that made me think of away games, I hadn't even considered that. Uh, another uh, another one that's really up there for me was I went to a, Met, a Phillies Mets game in City uh, with my friend who was a Mets fan and the Phillies won. And in the process of winning, Chase Utley hit a home run to Utley's corner. And I just. <laughs> It was great. Those were the days, yeah. man. The the Twins A's game we went to was a pretty good game. That was, a, it was like I had a, a it was really blast back and forth. at that game. Yeah. And I yeah. I got drunk enough by the end that I didn't care who won. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to a baseball game with all of you. I think that would be so oh, yeah. much fun. I'm a Jane, I'm very fun to go to games. Jane, with. come out to the East Coast. We can Yeah. We've got we could do Baltimore, we could do Washington, we could do Philly. Yeah. We gotta do Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. We're just picking a park. We, we, gotta, we should do. We, we should do. Yeah. we yeah. should do all of them. Really. <laughs> I was yeah. at Camden okay. Yards last uh, last weekend. No one was there. We got an instant seat upgrade. It was oh. easy to walk around. Getting home was yeah. a breeze. I got like a taxi just drove up. It's like, are there people around here? I thought the Orioles game ended. I'm like, yeah, it it did. There's just no one here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah it was so fun. It was so fun seeing the Rogers Center packed and rocking. But God, I love an empty ballpark. Yep. Yeah. Like pers- like for yeah. I went to personal- I saw a lot. Yep. I went to a lot of games like that uh, by 2018, like uh, Twins mm-hmm. pass thing for. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I went to a lot of those. OK, the time, uh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I, I think I told this story before, but the time I went to a, a, an Orioles game with some friends, uh, uh, some good friends, we had we had a great time. But what was memorable about it, what was memorable about it, was that when we left the stadium and we're walking back to my car, we noticed a bunch of passerby in odd clothing, 
it's it's right by the convention center. Camden Yards is pretty close to the Baltimore Convention Center. We were driving out of town. <sighs> it was the last night of the last ever uh, My Little Pony convention. Oh wow! Oh my! Ah! Awesome. Uh, awesome. So there were a lot of grown men walking around the streets with. Uh, plastic ponies under their arms. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to take us on one final tangent before the next uh, question, but I must I must mention that I did go to I did go to a Fourth of July game with my mother and my friend to Pittsburgh, uh, and then afterwards, uh, in the tr- it was it was packed because not because the pirates are good, but because it was you know a really nice day on the 4th of July against a team that's in the same state. Uh, So it was packed, and as we were in traffic, we started seeing um, people in fursuits walking around because it was was FurCon, which, (laughs) listen, I am am not anti-furry. Live your life. Love love the energy there. Uh, But I did have to explain to my mother what they were, which was great. Anyway, Jane, please take us take us okay. out of here. Last question. Wheels from the Discord. Will the Reds end up with the worst record? I say yes. Um, I also say yes. It looks like that is the case. I think that uh, ownership has uh, not only ravaged the roster there, uh, ensuring that they're going to be shitty, but also has spiritually uh, completely cursed yeah. them to uh, just utter failure and disappointment. Uh, and those those poor Reds fans, they they didn't do anything to deserve this, to be honest. Uh, we need to they send, live like, in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> That's so some mean. of them live in Kentucky. Yeah, some of them do. That's true. I have nothing against the mo- some of the nice people of Ohio. Yeah, we need to send like an like an evacuation helicopter over there to get Joey Votto the hell out of there. <laughs> they don't deserve him, man. I, I would just say I do think that the Reds on paper are still a better baseball team than at least the Nationals. Mm, yeah. And the Nationals are currently only five games ahead of them. And it's a long season left. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think the Reds are as good a pick as anybody at this point. Okay, <clears throat> that's going to do it for Mailbag. And that's also going to do it for the free portion of the show. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Patreon RSS feed, just keep listening. If you're hearing this on the uh, free version, on the free feed, uh, go to patreon.com slash around and sign up for $5 a month and unlock the rest of it. Because we're going to be talking about the legendary baseball movie here, Bull Durham. Uh, that's And then going forward, all the episodes are going to be in this format where we're going to talk like we normally do for the first, you know, 40, 50 minutes or so. And then we're going to have some bonus content at the end. So if you want to hear all of us talk about, I don't know, whatever whatever it is that we feel, find to fill uh, some extra time here, whether it's a couching around, whether it's, uh, you know, some other segment. If we have, you know, we have a great guest here like we do with Liz today, uh, you're going to want to go sign up on patreon.com slash batting around. All right. We will see you in the... Premium side. Bye. But if you don't, they'll screw you. If you do, they'll screw you too. And I'm standing in the middle of a diamond all alone. I 
Sometimes I say things I shouldn't Like And sometimes I say things I shouldn't Like Like 